Hey, Sam. Hi, Bridget. What have you got for us today? Today, I want to talk about something that always surprises people when we're starting to do their podcast outreach plan, and that is how long it all takes. And what we're talking about here is how long specifically it takes for your podcast interviews to actually get scheduled and then to go live. And so a lot of folks who I talk to expect a pretty fast turnaround time that they're going to start reaching out to podcasts or have us reach out to podcasts for them, get responses within a few weeks, and maybe within a month or two, they'll have an episode show up in the podcaster's feed. And that just is not how things typically work. And so I wanted to talk about that today to set some context so that if you are planning to do some podcast outreach, you know when you should get started. So those results, those live interviews will come in when you expect. And I think that those timelines are going to be kind of surprising to everyone listening based on those conversations we're having. A couple of caveats as we begin we're going to be really focusing mostly on proactive outreach here. The timelines might vary a little bit when a podcast reaches out to you because maybe they have a hole in their schedule or they're reaching out to you because they're recording in a month. It's a little bit of a different situation. And so these timelines are pulled from our data and our experiences where we're proactively reaching out to podcasts to suggest them guests. And so this is more, if you're pitching yourself or hiring us, what you would expect, not so much the timeline where if you have a podcaster and a Facebook page, say I'm looking for guests and you put your name in the ring, what it could look like. Although I expect that those kind of align, but Sam, maybe I'll let you speak to that experience as the host who's sourcing a little bit. I think that it's important to mention that the response time between sending a pitch and hearing back can vary dramatically. And many assume that the scenario goes something along the lines of you send a pitch, the host will look at it, decide there and then if they want you on or not. But the reality is that's not what happens. A typical time between sending the pitch and getting a response is probably around about 45 days. But you did also mention a scenario there where a host is looking for someone. And I can actually relate to that. For example, if I know I'm going to be away for a long period of time, I'm going to want to sandbag and stock up on guests to make sure that I have enough in my inbox to prepare me for a period of time when I'm not going to be able to record. But I'll do that well in advance. So I'll put out a Harrow request and I'll receive a lot of guests that want to be on the show. And I'll just store that in a folder somewhere. And when I need those guests, I'll go back to them. So even in those scenarios, there's going to be a long delay between when they reach out to me to when I respond. Yeah, totally. And to tell the listeners here, Harrow is a service. It's free. It's called Help a Reporter Out. And it's a place where you can sign up either as a person who wants to be a source in all kinds of PR stories to get queries from people in the media for sources they're looking for. Or like in Sam's case, where if you're a podcast host or a journalist or a blogger or what have you, a YouTuber, you can actually put the request that you're looking for. And so Sam, you're talking about using that as a host, right? And you're putting out, here's what I'm looking for. And guess people submit to you and then you just file those in the folder and then you might get back to them right away, but you probably are going to wait a little bit. Exactly. It's just to have them there on demand whenever I need an extra few guests. Maybe the pitches I have received recently aren't exactly spot on. And I just need to like dip into this folder to see what's on offer. And that is super common. We have an experience that's just happened yesterday. I swear this always happens when we're about to record something. The perfect example comes into our pitch box. 
actually, you know about this because this is one of your clients where uh-huh. we had pitched a podcast host three different clients last year. So exactly a year ago from our recording date. And they said, oh my gosh, I am so sorry. We never got back to you. Could we actually book all three of your clients? And that is a major, major outlier. But I think it's a good point to what you're saying, Sam, that these things can vary. So what we're going to talk to you about are the typical cases, the norm, the averages. We really want to plan for what is typical. So let's talk about some of that data. We collect a ton of data here at Podcast Ally. One of the things that makes our company really different from other PR agencies or podcast bookers is that we have a system for logging and tagging every single pitch that we send out on behalf of a client or on behalf of ourselves, to be honest. So what I did before we started recording this was we've pulled this data about six months ago and I wanted to update it. So I looked at 561 interviews that are scheduled for the active clients. So those are the clients we're pitching right now. And I wanted to look at the active clients because things have been changing a lot in the last few years. The pandemic really affected the ebbs and the flows of when people were doing things. Beginning of the pandemic, there was like a dip while people were adjusting. And then after there was this flurry. So I wanted to look at more recent data. And the recent data is more along the lines of the norms that we were seeing pre-pandemic back in 2019, because I have been collecting this data for six years. So we have a lot to look at. So what we're seeing when we look at these 561 active clients and the interviews that we have scheduled for them, that from the date we pitch a podcast to when the actual interview happens, an average of two months go by. So to put that in really simple context for you, if you send an email to a podcast host on January 1st saying, I'd love to be a guest in your podcast, here's what I could bring to the show, your interview would not happen until March 1st. That's what we typically see, a two-month lag time between when you pitch and when the interview happens. That's stage one. Stage two is when the interview itself goes live. So if you're expecting that you're going to be pitching something and 30 days or 60 days later, that interview is going to go live, like you have a launch in a month and you're trying to pitch now, just know your interview won't even happen in time to promote whatever it is that you want to be promoting. So let's look at the second half. We have data on this too. So before I give the results of how long you're going to have to wait from when your interview is done to when it go live, Sam, I'm wondering if you want to take a guess at what that lag time is based on all the experience you've had now working with this podcast and setting all this up. Sure. So given how much I know goes into making a podcast and all the unexpected little things that you have to tackle and deal with before you can actually push that publish button that goes live. I'm going to say about three months. You are so, so close actually another two months. And I think this is a shortened timeline from the last time we pulled the data. So things have gotten a little faster, but gosh, you are totally right. All of that work that goes into getting the episode ready to air ever since we started recording our own podcast. I think we've had this experience where it takes more time, more staff hours to actually get the episode ready once it's recorded than it does to plan and prepare and even book a guest for an episode. At least it feels that way to me. Does it feel that way to you too? A hundred percent. Whenever I'm booking a guest, I always know that that's the easiest part. You just schedule the episode, record the episode, and then everything else that comes afterwards. That's where a lot of the heavy lifting comes in. 
I'm interrupting this episode because I know you're here because you want to leverage podcast interviews. Maybe you're looking to grow your network or bringing new leads, or maybe you've been invited on a podcast and you're looking to get more intentional and proactive with reaching out to podcasts to suggest yourself as a guest. And most likely you're listening because you're looking for some help. Either you want some help with your messaging or just brainstorming the right podcast to reach out to. Well, you're in the right place, my friend. Our podcast planning intensives mean you don't have to do it alone. They're led by senior members of our pitch team who are working with podcasts every single day and me, which means you get two extra brains working on your podcast outreach and the programming. We'll work with you to identify which podcasts will bring you closer to your goals and write up your own personal pitch scripts for those shows. We'll help you put together a plan to leverage every interview, and we'll give you the context you need to book those interviews. Plus, we support you as you start that outreach process. Sound like a dream? Come on over to podcastally.com forward slash VIP to learn more about our podcast planning intensives and to get the help you're looking for. That's podcastally.com forward slash VIP, where you can find all the info and book an intensive. Now, let's get back to the show. Let's go back for a timeline. You pitch a podcast January 1st. You do your interview March 1st. And this means that your interview now is not going to go live until May 1st. So you've reached out to a podcast in January. It's not going live until May. And this is what is typical. This is what you should expect and sort of plan around and make sure you build in time for. doesn't mean it's what's always going to happen. It's just what we want you to think about when you're setting the context, setting up your plan, deciding when to start pitch, that this is average. And then there's outliers on either end. Yeah, definitely. Since working here at Podcast Ally, I've seen a number of outliers on either end. I remember on one end of the spectrum, the fastest turnaround time I ever saw took place in my first few months of working here. And even then, I was very aware that this is not normal. The client had the call with the podcast on a Friday morning, and the episode was published on the following Monday morning. And I could not believe it. I feel so sorry for whoever had to edit that podcast under that kind of crunch time. Yeah, they had to work over the weekend, I bet. That's that's horrible. (laughs) Maybe they're into it. Yeah, maybe it's their thing. And then also on the other end of the spectrum, I have seen the complete opposite. I mean, I remember I pitched a client at the start of February 2022, and we secured the booking with the pitch. And the interview took place two months later at the start of April, which is obviously, as we mentioned, fairly common. But then the episode didn't go live until late November. So that's seven months later. So I want to stress again that both of these cases are not typical, but they do highlight how these timelines can vary dramatically. So with these results being so unpredictable, we always advise those who have a launch coming up, such as a book or a course, to get started earlier than expected. Eight months to a year in advance is probably what you want to be looking at. Yeah, totally. When we have a client who comes on who has a book to promote, We've had experiences where they'll come on just a couple of months before their book is launched. And I always have to have that heartbreaking conversation where I say, what's your goal with this book? Is your promotion plan really focused on getting a lot of publicity to support your week one sales? Because if you know anything about the book industry, you know that those first week sales are incredibly important if you're trying to hit something like the New York Times bestseller list. And so if you are trying to secure podcast interviews to all come out, in that first week of release for your book, you want to be starting at least eight months in advance to allow for these long lead times, to allow the podcasters to schedule you in. 
Now, if you want to start later, that's totally fine. And the other thing I like to talk to authors about is how the launch of the book, the release, even though you've done so much work up to this point, you've pitched your book out. If you've gotten a traditional book deal, you've been working with a publisher, you've written the book, or if you're self-publishing, you're dealing with all the logistics. Maybe you're putting together some sort of pre-sale or promotion. There's so much that you've done leading up to the launch of the book. But when it goes live, it's really when like that promotion begins. And so what you'll want to do there is think about how are you going to support that book throughout the first year? And podcasts can be an amazing way to do that. And so when we have authors come to us just a month or two ahead of their release, that's what we're really looking at. What is your goal for the rest of the year? What is the book feeding into? Is it getting another book deal? Is it supporting a speaking career? And all of those things. So it doesn't mean that you can't use podcasts still to support those goals, but you can't expect to pitch podcasts a couple of months before your book goes live and have more than one or two of them potentially release that episode in time for you for those week one of sales. So that's why this conversation is so important so that you know to be planning well, well in advance. If something like this is what's on your radar where you do have a big push rather than an ongoing awareness kind of campaign that you're thinking about doing. Yeah. And I have had some guests in the past that have mentioned that they have a book coming up and you know what? I do like to help them out. If it is possible to move it around to that day, I will try and be flexible for them just to be kind. But a lot of the time I have schedules which are locked in and I cannot be flexible. And even if I really do want to help them, it's just not an option. Yeah. If you're a podcast, a bigger podcast, and you have a team, you have an editor, you have people creating the show notes and all of that for your episodes. It's not just up to you. If you're recording and editing your own show, you might have that flexibility and leeway. But if you are a host who has a separate production team, there's only so much you can do. People have schedules, right? There's only so many hours in a day. It's just something to be aware of there. But it is nice when somebody, Sam, is kind like you and (laughs) will make it work. I can, I will, definitely. So if podcast interviews are a priority for you this year, I encourage you to get a calendar out now. Because if you have a major event that you'd like to get ahead of, like a book launch, count back eight or nine months. And that is the latest that you should start your outreach in order to have interviews go live in time. And if you're really looking for something that's just more consistent and you want to reach out to a few podcasts a month, I also want to add that a lot of folks come to us and say, oh, I don't want to start reaching out to podcasts until I get my website redesign done or until I get my landing page done. And this could be about time and resources, and that's totally fair. But if it's because you don't want your interviews to go live until those things are done, you can definitely start reaching out to the podcasters before they're final. Those interviews won't be going live within a few weeks of you pitching. So that's something to think about as well. And then lastly, if you would like our help on this or the help of any kind of agency, you want to make sure that you build in some time to reach into that company because they might be booked up. There's seasons where we're taking on clients when we can onboard somebody within a week or two of talking to you. But usually more often it's looking like we have to wait 30 to 60 days because of the workflows that we have going with other clients. So when you're working with a service like ours or any of the other companies, there's probably limited capacity. We're limited by the staff hour. You can always go book time with me if you want to talk about these timelines at podcastally.com forward slash apply. There's a link to my calendar there. And we do a consultation where we talk about what your goals are, what podcasts you want to reach. We can talk about the timelines. I'll share with you what we think we can do for you. And there's no pressure to hire us at that. So if you're 
wheels are turning right now and you want to talk this out, I hope you'll do that. I hope you'll take advantage of that. Awesome. I personally think that's a good place to wrap up. And to everyone listening, please go leave us a review. It really helps us grow the show and we really appreciate it. Thank you so much. <laughs>